Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Breakdown with Daniel Litwin, where we talk to mid-Missouri musicians and dissect one of their tracks in a way that is relevant to artists and listeners alike. I'm really excited for today's episode. We're doing a change of pace. If you just heard the tagline, obviously, we usually interview musicians, but today we're interviewing Will Reeves, and Will Reeves is the music director for True False Film Festival. How are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. Yeah? Quite well. Yeah, well, we wanted to have you on the show today to talk a little bit about what it's like putting together a big music festival Mm -hmm. um, and how you and Martin work together to curate a set list of diverse artists and what that vibe was you were trying to get across this year and how you were changing it up from maybe past years. So, yeah, let's go ahead and dive right in. First, I just want to know how long have you been in charge of setting up the music side of True False? Well, I started as a tech doing sound for I think it was Globe Theater and I did that for a few years It was actually a pretty cush job I really enjoyed it you kind of just you set up a band and then you get to sit back and watch the films right and uh, it was great but uh, Paul at some point asked if I would be interested in the job and um, I said yeah it sounds cool it sounds interesting planning something like this must be logistically like a lot of a lot of moving mm-hmm. pieces, a lot of gears, a lot of cogs. And so when you start looking for these artists, how do you go about even searching? You know, wh- what's the first step? That's that's the uh, million dollar question yeah. of the year. Like, where do we begin now? Cuz I feel like after after the previous year it's like is there anywhere else left to look? We've looked everywhere. We turned over every stone. Uh, we were I always tell people we're a big fan of the Tiny Desk Concerts. Oh, definitely. Because it's stripped down and it gives you a really good idea of what they can do without a bunch of bells and whistles and uh, fancy production. So that to us, that's really important that someone that can, you know, whether it's with a full crew of lighting and sound reinforcement or if it's someone standing there in a room with nothing at all but their instrument, right. can they still... Uh, give us a compelling conform, uh, performance. Right. So when you go into that mindset of, okay, I got to curate a set list of so-and-so artists, how do you approach that from a creative standpoint of making sure that your set list is fleshed out mm-hmm. and you are getting uh, re- you know representatives from various genres and walks of life? Yeah, this is the greatest thing. This is the greatest part about having a lot of people on a team because we, we, we have a lot of conversations about how this musician will work and um, a lot of times it depends on how we think we're going to utilize them for the fest whether they're just going to play before films Mm -hmm. or if we really want to focus on them for a particular showcase or um, whether maybe they're going to be a standout at an event because the you know besides you know the showcases that happen at cafe berlin and say real's music hall are are very similar to when you go there to see a band play. It's your what I right. call like a run-of-the-mill rock show. Right. And um, so those we're all we're familiar with what kind of works in those environments. Um, for the pre-film sets, um, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It really depends on the venue, I guess. But it's the band usually starts playing when there's no one in the theater. Okay. Or when they open the door and the first person comes in, that's when the band starts playing. Nice. So they start playing to an empty room and by the end of it, I mean simply because most of the films, if not all of them, sell out 
Right. By the end of it, the room is full. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you suddenly, you go from no audience to right full, to a packed house. Full house, yeah. And, and, uh, and sort of like keeping that in mind, and then also the fact that people are kind of like, you know, they're kind of talking, kind of like getting things figured out till it gets set down, and, and then they start paying attention. And, um, you know, it's not like, it's not like the audiences are of one particular age range right. or type of person. Um, usually the audiences are pretty well mixed. And so we, we also try to keep that in mind. You know, is this, this is a band that a lot of people are going to find, you know, get something out of. We also s- strive to keep the music at a, I guess, less of a challenging level than yeah. the films. Cause the films are, I guess what we would call very challenging, sometimes very dark and, um, not always super uplifting. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. definitely walk out a lot of those documentaries right. feeling a little bleak. Yeah. But in a good way. I mean, you learn exactly. something. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Um, but we try to keep that in mind so that the bands aren't compounding that necessarily. Hopefully the bands are giving you this sort of a moment of um, rest or some, you know, maybe they'll bring you some energy. Calm before the storm. Yeah, kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah. So that's another thing we take into mind. Um, we we definitely try to, you know, I'm sure it could happen where for some reason, like we keep finding band after band that is just amazing and they all happen to be Latin bands. Or right. I'm sure that could happen. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't even be opposed to like to doing that. But fortunately, it usually works out. I mean, we try to keep it diverse where we have different styles and female-led and male-led. Yeah, of course. Um you know, the further along we get in this process of of really expanding what true false music is is going to be, we we want it to you know encompass um, diversity and and still you know retain the the essence of what it started with 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 bands that can get up there and perform um, and typically like a stripped down situation. Sure. That's, I mean, that's that's a great mindset to come at it from. It's just like, yeah, curating the creative side of it and making sure that you stay true to, mm, like, the traditions of the festival. Like yeah. We don't really have, like, any hard traditions because we want to feel like we've always been really open-minded and, and thought of ourselves as something that can move in any direction that is going to open people's minds. Right. Almost a, a tradition of no traditions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, being innovative at every step. I mm-hmm. got that. Cool. So on this press release that I got, uh, you guys said that at its core, this year's lineup boasts strong singer-songwriters whose music breathes new life into old forms. So, I, I mean, I love the way that that's described. What was the incentive to go for that kind of vibe? Was that something that as you started to find the acts that it just sort of developed naturally? Or is that a mindset you went into, okay, we want to really showcase people who can write their own music and can, you know, be innovative with their style? I guess what was the mentality? Yeah, I mean, I think you summed it up pretty well there. At the same time, I almost feel like that statement is kind of a, it's almost a statement we could use every year. Honestly, yeah. Because it, it's, uh, it, it for me even when when someone's asks like, what kind of music do they play? A particular band, it's really hard to use genres anymore, uh, because everything is such a hybrid. Everything is such a mutt. Right. You know, in terms of uh, where people are pulling their influences. I mean, there's sometimes there's an obvious 
<clears throat> stylistic flow. Yeah, or like like a blanket genre, and you can say, okay, that is hip hop. But yeah, but that, even that, right. I mean, you have so many subgenres. Yeah, exactly. And everyone is everyone is now in that age where they can create their own music and put it out there. And so people are, I feel like, starting to put their own spin on everything way more mm-hmm. than well. And and to me, like that is breathing life into the old, exactly the old styles. Uh, I mean, there's also, of course, like going back to what you know might be considered an old timey style of music, um, which is actually that's really cool too. When people can breathe life into something like that, which which may be considered very traditional, but um, at the same time, if you can find uh, a new way to I guess bring something like that to life. That's always really interesting and kind of fun to see. Yeah, I'm all about that. You've got a lot of artists listed out here. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of hard to pick where to start, but the one that I immediately recognized was Pink Caravan. I guess I know by association her producer, uh, namesake. I just follow him on Twitter and keep up with his beats and stuff, and I made my way around her music, and I've really enjoyed it. I really enjoy her style. So how did you go about booking her, um, and I guess what are you most excited about bringing her onto the stage for? Well, I think that was actually a Martin Ashwini find slash okay. pick. Um, who have they, they've seen her live. I haven't actually seen her live. Okay. But they're pretty familiar with her. They were already fans. Cool. And when I saw the footage that they had, which I don't know if there is a lot of footage. Uh, yeah. She's I, pretty, pretty she, new. She is pretty fresh on the scene. Yeah. yeah. And so I, it was a combination of me really liking what I heard and also taking their word for it. Yeah. And that's 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 been another great thing about the guys on the team, guys and girls, I should say. We might all be bringing different ideas to the table, but like nine times out of ten, if if one person feels good about it, the rest of us usually kind of have a similar vibe. Right. You know, I think every once in a while, it's uh, it's there might be an artist that we'll have a longer discussion about, and and that's getting that that starts to get into like, well, how does it fit? You know, like it happens a lot where someone brings a musician to the table and like, yeah, I really like this, and it's like, yeah, I really like this too. But does it fit true-false? And right. sometimes we've actually had to say no mm-hmm. because it just, for whatever reason, you know, maybe, like, too much, they have too much gear, too much equipment, too much stuff happening on stage for right. it to, like, just really fit in. and Into that stripped-down vibe that yeah. you go for. Yeah. The lineup that you have this year, who are some of your favorite must-sees? Tanya Iyer is uh, a Canadian band we had last year. Okay. Uh, really interesting. Um, but there's another Canadian band that they actually recommended was Adalia. <laughs> female vocals I want to say she plays I think she plays upright bass okay <laughs> um, it's more of a, a sort of a laid back mellow sound with some electronic stuff going on too um, and then another Canadian band that we've stumbled across called Mauno mm. Mauno I hope I'm saying that correctly it's M-A-U-N-O
would definitely fall into the indie rock category, but have they have a very unique voice, female and male vocals. Uh, I, I've been throwing the album on now and then. It's got this really just kind of great, spacious quality to it. Electric guitar, mm. bass drums, and um, melodic. I, I think people really like them. Again, like real sort of nuanced and mellow type vocals, but with the power of a full band sure. behind it. Um, another name that really stood out to me on here was Dam Funk. They've got D- that little... Dam Funk, yeah. Dam Funk. They have the little little accent mark well, over the A. his name's Damon. Uh, Dame, maybe it's Dame Funk. I, yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's basically... The breakdown, we're going to be known now for butchering <laughs> the four artist names. Um, you can auto-tune and edit that part of us. Yeah, right. No, 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 yeah. So Dame Funk, I mean, I, I love funk, and the way that you describe them here, the Spunkosphere proselytizer, <laughs> who has in, infused blues and souls into the Los Angeles dance scene, instigates a blur of bodies and beats. I mean, that just sounds like yeah, a, a just, crazy, awesome rave. It's And it's, I mean, I guess you could say he's breathing new life, but he's not really trying to, like, revamp funk, like old funk. He's yeah. just, like, he's, like, bringing it back. Yeah, you know, okay. He's like, this is where funk came from. I'm gonna give it to you guys. I'm gonna play it on vinyl, and uh, I'm gonna, you know, give you some of the best of what you maybe haven't heard. Right. The ones I'm most excited about is probably a band called uh, Sun Speak. duo drums and guitar cool. doing um, a mix of composition and improv with some noise and stuff like that thrown in there from the Chicago music scene so it's gonna it, you, you can almost tell if you listen to them it's they've got a sound that fits in that particular scene really well uh, if, if we really like a band we'll bring them back but we've tried to set a rule for ourselves not to have the same band more than two years in a row gotcha uh, just because we want you know, we don't want to make it too easy on ourselves, um, and we we don't want people to have to come and see the same thing every year. We want to bring some new stuff to the table. Right. Um, so, in terms of like continuing what we had, we're bringing a few bands back that we really like, and this year in particular, um, we're trying to find ways to bring music that is that doesn't fit our format. Like hip hop, for instance, is sometimes hard to get to fit into this sort of weird format that we have that happens before films or right. these reception events, um, especially because hip-hop is, is lyric, lyrically driven. And, uh, you know, a lot of time with live music in general or in s- situations like receptions or parties, it's you can't hear the vocals anyways. Right. You know, and like the melodies there and the drums and all these instruments are happening and you get the feeling. But, like, if... Um, you know, so with something like hip hop, we, we we definitely want we don't want that the vocal part of it not to be heard. So we're trying right. to figure out ways to bring that in to the fold more. Especially you know a lot of the films are um, a lot of diversity in the films, and we want to have 
that reflected in the music as well. Sure, yeah, you want the whole package. Right. So um, we've got a few more hip-hop artists and a few more electronic artists as well. And it's it's interesting, too, to see how, like, the biggest challenge with an, elect- an artist that uses a laptop for their backing sound, their, whether it's beats or the music or whatever. Sure. Um, artists have gotten really good at saying, like, here's my rig, just give me two, like, a stereo cable, I'll plug in. And and we're, we're good to go. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's sort of key to uh, being able to at least set up before a film in, like, 15 or 20 minutes and then start playing and then have to break down and go run and play someplace else. Right. Um, so it helps with whether it's a hip-hop or electronic artist for them to be sort of self-contained sure. and portable and... I've, I've, there's been, we've had a couple artists in the past I've felt really sorry for them because they, they get all this stuff hooked up and like almost by the time they're ready to play it's like they've only got 10 minutes left to play because it took so long to set up and so we that's try to so make rough. sure that's, that doesn't happen yeah yeah. well I mean it sounds like the, the core of the true false music side is that stripped down vibe mm-hmm. and so I mean obviously it would help to be portable but what I'm picking up is you try to make the experience, even if it's in a big venue, if it's in a small venue, you want to make the musical experience a little more intimate and a little more welcoming, um, kind of setting the stage for a film that might challenge a viewer a little more, right. um, kind of getting getting both. So people don't walk out of True False being like, wow, I'm really depressed now, right, or something. <laughs> yeah. Or or just that, you know, it's just like fluff. Like you don't want it to just be an unchallenging um, couple of days. Right. You want you want both. You want it from all sides. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Before we wrap up, um, what would you say is the one thing you want people to walk away from the festival, uh, from the music side? Mm-hmm. So, what do you want them to gain from hearing these acts, hearing the diversity of the acts, and all these different venues? I mean, I th- I feel like I could give a templated response to this every year, but definitely. What I'm feeling right now is I just want. You know how like you go through phases of your life where you're like, I was really into that kind of music back then. I don't listen to it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But but every once in a while, like you'll hear something and it triggers that nostalgic feeling like back when you listened to that. And I feel like there's some bands we've brought in this year that might do that for me or maybe some other people. Like uh, just finding some stuff that a band that you just never would have heard of otherwise that is doing what they're doing in a unique way and doing it really well and might it might even like uh, inspire you to go and hunt them down, you know, on wherever it is you listen to music, go find some of their stuff, go buy their album. Um, and then maybe like tap into some of that style or whatever, find some other artists similar to them. Um, maybe people will go home and like want to try out some new things they haven't tried before. Definitely. That's always the hope. Well, I'm, I'm excited to hopefully continue to broaden my music horizons with this festival. Um, you know, I've been here four years now, and I still haven't gone to, to True False. I'm always, I always say I'm too busy or something, and I don't even know why because I love film and I love music. So I just need to buckle down this year yeah. and get those tickets and go. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited. Will, thank you for coming on the show, and I hope you had a good time. Um, super casual, super chill, and everyone, you should go to true false film festival you got to watch the films you got to listen to the music please do a better job than i have it <laughs> at keeping up with everything because i've been a i've been a bad colombian <laughs> i have I've there's a, always time yeah i've been a poor example you've been listening to the breakdown with daniel litwin see you next time <laughs>